Exodus 3 13-15 NASP. Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they may say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am, and he said, This is what you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God furthermore said to Moses, This is what you shall say to the sons of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is the name for all generations to use to call upon me. Emphasis is mine. These scripture verses have been coming to my mind as of late and I really wasn't quite sure why. Yet this morning, after my prayers, it struck me that God Himself answers the question that most of us ask ourselves at one time or another. The long and the short of whether we truly believe in Jesus as being the Son of God, depends upon two realities, that we acknowledge as realities. Whether we believe that God exists and whether we believe that Jesus is who He says He is. Obviously, if you don't believe in God, you're not going to accept that Jesus is the Son of God. So believing in God is the initial requirement to move forward with believing in or trusting in God. God clearly being the superior entity. Interesting enough, God Himself bears witness to this objective truth in the following scripture where the author of Hebrews states in Hebrews 11:6 NASP and without faith it is impossible to please Him, for the one who comes to God must believe that He exists, and that He proves to be one who rewards those who seek Him. Emphasis is mine. Impossible. That would be as, it can't be done. In other words, this acknowledgement that God exists and that He rewards those who seek Him is absolutely essential. There are no alternate options. These are non-negotiable prerequisites. But even here, if one intellectuality acknowledges the existence of God, yet deliberately chooses to remain distant from, or does not honestly consider and pursue seeking Him, which would, of necessity, have to entail learning of and considering His thoughts and ways and subsequently submitting oneself to God's will, would fall short in meeting the criteria as laid out in Hebrews 11:6. The Gospel of Mark points out the reality of this faithless, untrusting in, acknowledgement in Mark 1 23-24. James also speaks of this extensively. And then of course, we have Jesus, who uniquely claimed to be deity. And, in order for Jesus to fulfill the scriptures relating to the promised Messiah in the Old Testament, Jesus had to accomplish a long list of requirements and detailed prophecies, many of which, as an ordinary man, would have been completely outside of his control. I've written about just some of the things that Jesus would have had to accomplish as an ordinary man before, in a post you can view here. It's important to note that Jesus himself stated that he had not come to abolish the law or the prophets, but to fulfill them, Matthew 5:17, and that the scriptures, which at that time would have been the Old Testament, speak of him, John 5:39. Ultimately, one either believes that God exists, or one does not. One also believes that Jesus is who He says He is, or one does not. And again, ultimately, one either believes that Jesus rose from the dead or one does not. The Apostle Paul makes it abundantly clear what our faith in Christ hangs on as stated in 1 Corinthians 15 3-11 and 1 Corinthians 15 13-17 where Paul says and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless, you are still in your sins. Emphasis is mine. And most importantly, 1 Corinthians 15 19 where Paul categorically states, if we have hoped in Christ only in this life, we are of all people most to be pitied. I'm thinking that is about as plainly spoken as it can possibly be. What Jesus accomplished on the cross for us, coupled with how God authenticated that accepted and completed work, through His resurrection, are not just subjective realities that can be arbitrarily pushed aside as of no consequence. These are objective realities that one either accepts or rejects. And to answer the question of who Jesus is, He is exactly who He says He is and this specifically pertains to titles attributed to Jesus, 
that are attributed to YHWH, the formal name of God, in the Old Testament, as in I am who I am. And ultimately, that literally changes everything. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.